Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Cy Brown. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. Uh, Today we're going to have a lesson instead of me doing a live show. So I'm really happy that... um, you are listening to the show today. The show can be downloaded, Cy Brown Live. On iTunes, you can go to CyBrownLive.com to check the archives. We are live weekdays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time or anytime on the web. Just logging on to www.CyBrownLive.com. So thank you so much. We have a great lesson for today, and it is really about how entrepreneurs waste money. So many times, y'all know I tell you everything, so many times I have people, Saeed, I want to start a business, Saeed, I'm thinking about doing this, Saeed, I want to do that. The very first bit of advice I always get is don't spend any money. And I always get looked at with like googly eyes, like, come on, Saeed, how is that possible? Because if you take the position, don't spend any money, it becomes a little easier to spend when you absolutely have to. But a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we want to spend and we want to look good and we want to look shiny, and what it does is it can destroy your cash flow. For those of you who are in the New York area, please join me once a month as I host Impact Live. And Impact Live is really a small business expo and entrepreneur showcase. Uh, At the last Impact Live, I spoke for an hour. I didn't even realize I spoke for an hour talking about tips and ways to really make money running your business. This whole malarkey about it takes three to five years to make money, put that on the shelf. That's nonsense, especially if you're in a service-based business. You make money day one. Don't fall for that three to five years business. The only time that typically applies is if you're doing something that requires a large capital investment, restaurants, buildings, and for the most part, I believe the people that um, I speak with, such as you and just a host of people that I deal with on a regular basis, none of us are building the next uh, Trump Taj Mahal down in Atlantic City. For the most part, we're all in service businesses. And as you engage in your service and provide a service to your clients, you can be profitable day one if you spend your money correctly. So this lesson, today's talk, we are going to talk about 10 ways entrepreneurs waste money. And you'll be able to find some of this information on my blog, Brown Live. And then, of course, you know I'm available to do consultations. If anybody needs me, just send me an email or go right to the website. But one of the things that we really have to look into is the funding sources for your business, how the money is allocated, how your resources are spent, and does it actually make an impact on the bottom line of your business. When you're in startup phase, you need to be a miser with your money, basically, like for real, for real. You need to spend it on things that will make you success, not that will make you look like you're successful or make you feel more successful. It's really 
what do I need to spend to get customers and clients to come to me and spend money? Not some esoteric long shot, well, if I do this, that will lead to this, that will lead to this. You don't have time for that. In this economy, we need to have a quick turnaround. We need to be really smart with our money, and we need, need all of us need to make sure that everything that we do from the databases that we buy, and I'll share with you about my database disaster. The databases that we use, our email services that we use, does it, is it really the most effective and efficient way to run our business and will it lead us to people that are going to pay for our services and products? We need to find the check writers. That's what we need to find in a business. You need to find the check writers, people that can actually buy your service or pay for your products. You know, at the last Impact Live, I was speaking with Georgia Woodbine, who is an amazing speaker. Oh, my goodness, she lit the room up. She said, this bartering has to stop. Now, to a certain degree, I believe there has to be a certain amount of bartering. I barter with people all the time. They have something you need, da-da-da-da-da. But there has to be an exchange of commerce at some point. There has to be money has to leave from one person's hand and go to somebody else's hand. That's what makes the wheels go round. I don't care if you heavily discount it. You all know, for those of you who know me and work with me, it has to be something. You have to pay something. I don't care if it's, Sai, all I have is $30 or all I have is $5, all I have is 7 It has to be something. Kind of like that sacrificial offering, it's relative. $30 to one person can mean nothing, where $30 to somebody else can mean the, the difference between them paying a bill or not. So it's whatever you can afford, but please, people, if you want good service, you have to pay for it. Free is not always the best. Okay, let me get in the first. This is, I had everybody laughing. This is like the first thing that really just gets under my skin. Custom logos, fancy letterheads, uh, you know, platinum shiny offices. Uh, all of these things can make you feel like an entrepreneur, make you look like an entrepreneur, give all of the markings of being an entrepreneur, but it doesn't make you an entrepreneur. And for those, for my saints out there, you know Joyce Meyer is famous for saying, um, what is it, the garage? Somebody hit me up in the chat room. Just because you, you know, you're in your car or something, it doesn't make it a garage. Or just when you go to church, it doesn't make you a Christian. Somebody help me out with that saying so I can get it right. But just because you have these beautiful uh, linen business cards with the letters in raised gold with this pristine font does not make you a business owner. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it. You're only kidding yourself. And you know something, at the end of the month when you have no money to pay your bills because you spent all day designing these pretty cards and printing them out, it's not going to make you any money. There's a lot of business. Like, you know what, if you really want to be smart, just go to Staples. They have such really, really nice paper now. Run it through your printer. Get a nice laser printer run it directly through your printer, and you have business cards. Use Vistaprint. Vistaprint business cards are totally, totally free. It may, I think you may pay a small fee just to get Vistaprint taken off the back, but you have to be really smart. Another thing with this business card, 
don't order 2,500 business cards. 500 is good, 250 is better because let me tell you something. By the time you finish 250 business cards, you may something may change. Don't forget this is startup. When you make your business plan, when you set your business plan out, things are going to change, which is why I'm not a big fan of business plans, really. Um, business plans for me are should be probably no more than three or four pages, again, based on your your business, and for the most part, most of the people that I deal with are in service businesses or businesses with bar- very low barriers to entry. But for the most part, a couple pages because it's going to change. You can wake up one day and say, I'm going into business and I am selling blue shirts. But if everybody that comes to your store is looking for red shirts, but your business plan says blue shirts, you're going to be out of business. Oh, thank you, um, Generation Freedom, for hitting me up in the chat room. Living in a garage doesn't make you a car. <laughs> thank you. And for his glory, thank you very much. For his glory, one just put you are right. Vistaprint is affordable. It is. It really, really is. These are very inexpensive ways to really get you going. And don't forget, as a startup, things are going to change. Don't be married to it so much. As far as letterhead goes, I'll tell you, just get your logo. You can get so many logos done in a very inexpensively. There's one company called Cool Design Maker, K-O-O-L, Design Maker. They do banners, logos for like 30 bucks. I mean, really, really affordable. And you take that logo and you put that on your document in Microsoft Word or your Google Docs or whatever document it is that you use, and then you have your instant letterhead. There's really no need to spend all of this money on letterhead. It's 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 just going to really price you out of, you know, it's going to mess up your cash flow. But just just don't do it. If you if you need more choices, Hewlett Packard has tremendous templates and layouts right online. The offices, the letterhead, all the markings of success, when you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror, you're going to know the truth. You're going to know the truth. And the truth of the matter is you're really fronting. And when you front, it makes it harder for the people that are really in business who are really out there trying to do the right thing because when people peel back the layers, it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz when they pulled back the curtain and there was nothing really um, of, of quantity, I mean, of, of quality there, that's what's going to happen. When people start peeling back the layers, they're going to say, wait a minute, there's nothing here, and it's really going to damage your credibility, so don't, so don't do it. Leases, car leases, let me talk just really quickly about that. One of the biggest misconceptions is that, oh, I can lease a car, I can write it off. Yeah, you can write it off at the end of the year, but you still have to incur that expense, that monthly expense right now. I would say take the money that you would spend in a car, and unless you live in an area where public transportation or mass transportation is not readily available, then a car is definitely viable. But for those of you that live in metro cities or cities where there's public transportation, try to use that money, reserve that money, and spend it on marketing. A company car or the latest luxury car is not going to be enough. Maybe get a hybrid, maybe, you know, scale down, get the Civic, get the Prius, something to get you from point A to point B because I'll tell you something. I'm in New York, and a lot of business people, people that are very successful in business don't even own a car. Everything I'm sharing with you, of course, has to be adjusted to your situation and to your expectations and to where you live in the country or in the world. Some of, some of my listeners are in Singapore. Um, so it really has to be adjusted, but just take it at its core and then make it work for you. 
just going out and spending all this money to look like you're successful is a big, big waste. Another thing that you can do with a very low budget is a website. Someone I know just spent a lot of money on a website, and it wasn't what he wanted, and he had to change it, and then the web designer charged them every time he wanted to make a change. That's bizarre. You can have a, a website that's actually a blog. I don't know how many of you are familiar with Huffington Post. Huffington Post is nothing but a big blog. The CSS code and the HTML code have been manipulated to make it look a certain way. But at the end of the day, it's a blog, and it aggregates content. But a lot of people read it because it serves as a central hub based on a particular uh, psyche of its audience. So instead of spending thousands of dollars on a website where the information will probably be outdated in a couple of months, just get a blog. The blogger platform is totally, totally free. So is WordPress. There's so many um, programs and hosting companies out there where you can host your, your blog or host a, a very inexpensive website. Homestead.com is one of them. And it can save you a lot of money. And one thing, too, that you need to really be mindful of is that a lot of this information is going to change. Don't be married to it when you first start out. Be open and receptive that some of the things that you thought were going to be the way you wanted them to are going to change. That happens to so many people that I speak with. I go back to the, the red shirt, blue shirt analogy. You can think it's one thing, but once you become fully engaged with your clients or your customers, it may take a twist, and you don't want to be so locked into what you have in your business plan, this 30-, 40-page business plan, that you're not nimble enough to pivot. It will cost you your business. Another thing you have to be really mindful of is you're getting in on the ground floor. I say this very cautiously because a lot of my friends are in network marketing businesses or multi-level marketing businesses, and the first thing they tell you is you're getting in on the ground floor. Just be smart. Use your gift of discernment. Pay attention. You may not be in the best position to see it through to when this company or whatever the, the um, opportunity is until it gets profitable. They're going to create this level of fervor and excitement to get you involved and to get you in, and you're getting in on the ground floor, and you may be ending up doing a lot of grunt work for no pay. Don't forget, ground floor, startup, there's not a lot of big money in that right away. So just be careful if somebody comes to you, you're getting in on the ground floor, this is the perfect opportunity, you need to act now. No, you don't. No, you don't. Think twice. Take your time. Marinate over it. Pray over it fall back on it a little bit. Just wait and watch. If it's a ground floor, I don't know where the dot-com era is long gone. It's 10 years ago, people. There's no such thing as overnight millions anymore. So just be really mindful, careful, strategic about it's a ground floor opportunity. You must act now. A friend of mine and I, we have this joke, but wait, there's more. <laughs> He's in the studio with me laughing right now. <laughs> just 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 be careful of the but wait, there's more because they're remember these people are trained to handle your objections. So if you say, "Well, I don't, you know, I want to talk with my husband or I want to talk with well, you know what? Why don't you bring them down? I I'm not saying these are bad opportunities, good opp I'm I'm just giving the facts. Business is for the long haul. It's not for a quick fix, a quick turnaround. 
be really mindful and be really careful. <laughs> uh, we're we're kind of here chuckling, and I'm looking at some information um, in the chat room. For his glory, one just put in the chat room, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. You're absolutely right. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Ask to see, you know, their checks, their stubs, what they have going on. Just be cautious. A fool and his money soon part. So just just be mindful. Don't. The whole purpose of this talk is really about how entrepreneurs and startups waste money. Just be smart about it. I got hooked in so many different multi-level marketing opportunities. I got one check. That's because they put a couple people up under me and never saw another dime. So... I don't regret it because I was able to learn the system and I was able to still carry the systems that they put in place into other areas of my life. However, just just be mindful. That that's really what it is. Another another big money waster for entrepreneurs is starting a business because your friends love your idea. Oh my goodness, that's a great idea. You should start a business. That doesn't necessarily mean you're qualified to do it. The distinction between your hobby and your business is that a business exists to make money. That is that is the definition of a business, that it exists to make money. So if you cook cakes really well and you've been making them for your neighborhood, for your family, for your friends every year at the at the family reunion, stay in that lane because the minute you decide to open up a catering company or a company that bakes cakes, you're getting yourself into a lot of other situations that could have very um, damaging legal ramifications. There's just a lot of things you have to be mindful of. Your friend is not going to be there at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning when you've got 400 cupcakes to make and your client needs it for the school cookout tomorrow. Just because your friends love your idea, don't be wooed so easily. Oh, this, you know, this is a great idea. This is something that we can do. They're going to say that because they're living vicariously through you. Girl, you should do this, or your friend, the guy, oh, you know, you should do this. Don't do it. Be really, really smart, really, really careful. Just because your friends and your family think it's a great idea, it's something that you should do, doesn't necessarily mean you should. it should transition into a business. Additionally, that doesn't mean it will transition well into a business. Some things that we do because we love to do them are great, but does it make a viable business? You really have to think about it. And before you start pouring your money in with business cards and ovens and everything that you're going to need to start this cake business, just think about it. I, I think the big, my, my big word for today is really just pause because right now money is so hard to come by, you have to be really, really smart and shrewd how you spend it. Another thing you have to do is make sure your marketing strategy and what the, 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 the tools that you use to market your business directly benefit your client or customer. You have to make sure that when you're out marketing, you're reaching your customer in a way that's most convenient and easy for them to buy. A friend of mine is a DJ, and I'll never forget, I mean, this is the craziest thing I've heard. He said, I play what I want to play. And I'm like, dude, how are you a DJ and you play what you want to play? You can be a DJ and the basis of your DJ business is the music that you like. You know, if you're an old school hip-hop DJ, then that's what you specialize in. But if you continuously play what you want to play and not what the people in the party want to play, you will never get booked again. Make sure your marketing and your outreach 
really resonates with your client or your customer, that it touches a pain point, that it solves one of their pain points so that they come back and say, I need X, whether it's a product or a service, and they come to you. You have to make sure your marketing and your efforts are really geared towards solving a problem, solving a pain point, or really just reaching your customer or your client in a way that they just have to buy from you. And there's a way to do it. There's so many affordable ways. I'm a huge, everybody who knows me knows I'm really, really big on social media. So I'm a big believer in social media because it's free and it's effective. So when you're when you're when you're figuring out how to market your business don't be afraid to use unconventional ways use social media use public relations there's so many free tools and resources and you know something you don't even have to be a rocket scientist and, grad, and graduate of MIT to figure this stuff out it's going to take time the learning curve may not necessarily be easy but if you're willing to spend some time online there is a wealth of information that's out there for you at your disposal to really help you grow and run your business on the cheap. There's so many ways. Another thing you have to really be mindful of is underestimating, don't not to underestimate your competition. I believe you should never compete on price personally. I don't think that's a very effective way to run your business because you can spend money and and, and time and resources uh, trying to outdo your competition and you'll end up losing money in the long run. If you feel your product or service is worth X, then everything you do, every dollar, every nickel, every penny that you spend should support that. I never think a business I don't think a business is ever going to win competing on price alone. Case in point, Walmart. Walmart can undercut you any store in lawnmowers, Barbie dolls, soap, towels and milk. So competing on price, I think, is, is not a very smart move. So when you're spending your, your marketing dollars and when you're spending your money and you're, and you're looking at what your competition is doing, really be careful on how you spend your money and try not to compete on price. If you think you can build a better mousetrap and it may cost a little bit more, spend your money there. Maybe scale down on some other areas and, re and ramp up your, your expenditures in other areas to really be able to touch your consumer and touch your clients so that they spend money with you. You want to make sure whenever they need that product or service that, they off that you offer that they call you. And the only way that you're going to do that is to be very, very smart with your marketing dollars. You don't want them to go to your competition just because your competition is out marketing you. I tell speakers that I speak with all the time, you can be a dynamic, motivational speaker, and you can have been trained at Toastmasters, and you're the, a member of NSA, but if another speaker out-markets out markets you, they're going to speak more than you every single time. Be mindful of what your competition is doing, and then adjust your business accordingly. The last thing I really have to share with you about really how to not waste your money is go after what the market is willing to buy from you. This analogy, I give this analogy all the time about the blue shirts and the red shirts. I know so many people that start businesses and invest all these dollars on what they want to sell, what they think is the market will bear, and they end up unfortunately losing their shirt because they're not in touch with their customers. I recommend spend money on a focus group. Get some people together showcase your product, showcase your service, and see what they think. And that way it will enable you to better spend your dollars more wisely.
A lot of the information that I just shared with you today, I posted actually on my blog, um, CyBrownLive.com, so feel free to check out the blog, CyBrownLive. And if you're in the New York area, please come to Impact Live, which is our monthly um, small business expo um, networking showcase where you can really learn about small businesses, business opportunities, how to start businesses, just a wealth, a wealth, a wealth of information. And as always, you can always just tune into the show weekdays at 12 noon and anytime on the web to learn, you know, just tips and solutions on how to be the best us's, entrepreneurship, personal development, self-help, our, our spirituality. That's all what makes us special, and that's all what makes us who we are. So please, you know, get the tools and resources that you need to be the best you that you can be because I'm always on the Internet connecting with people, talking with people, so I can be the best Sigh that I can be, and and I think I, you know, I think I'm a pretty good sigh. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening, and always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do, or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Please join me tomorrow for our weekly Bible study. I've got some great scriptures ready, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow at twelve. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.